everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to share a quick note. Uh, we did have some audio issues on this episode, um, just with our guests not having like a super fancy podcast setup or anything like me and Joe do. And then also uh, me and Joe noticed kind of like some weird echoey feedback issues. Um, so I apologize in advance. Uh, we're working on it. We're not really sure what the deal is, um, but bear with us and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back. It's us. Hey, hey, everybody. We're back. Episode eight. Excited to still be here. Um, feeling good. And we have a, another special guest today. Um, we're back on our guest kick. We've got a guest for this one and our next upcoming episode. So um, you don't have to listen to just me and Joe ranting back and forth. That's exciting. <laughs> we won't talk about Brad Pitt for like 20 minutes again. <laughs> as much as I know you guys like that. I mean, I loved that. I have no regrets about my Brad Pitt oh. um, worship, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's not for everyone. Yeah. So anyway, the guest today, uh, I used to work with them all back at State Farm. Uh, and yeah, he's a pretty big fan of the podcast, wanted to come on and hang out with us. So we have Matt. Uh, Matt, go ahead and uh, say whatever you want. And if you have any opinions about Brad Pitt, feel free to share. I could probably talk about Brad Pitt as much as you guys did last week. So <laughs> awesome. I'll hold off on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know Joe from our insurance job. Um, before Joe moved out to Kansas City, we worked together for a few years. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan of the podcast. Um, I also know your resident foreskin expert, Elliot, from a couple episodes as well. Um, we're both big fans, but happy to happy you guys let me come on to, to join in. <laughs> so you know how on podcasts they say like friend of the pod i feel like matt is like friend of the foreskin <laughs> <laughs> exactly true. Exactly. that's our that equivalent on this podcast <laughs> you can call me that t-shirts it'll be friend of the foreskin <laughs> oh my god <laughs> merch coming soon <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, awesome, Matt. We are glad you're here. Um, we appreciate your, uh, you know, your fandom. And it's great to have someone on who appreciates Brad Pitt as much as we do. <laughs> yeah, very entertaining. I love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I don't think we really have any, uh, any business. I don't know why I say this. Like, we never have any, like, business to cover. Like, there's never any sort of, like, no. urgent breaking news on this podcast. So I don't know why I even say this every time. But, um, yeah, we really don't have anything so to cover. You could, like, talk about the Britney <laughs> thing if you really wanted to. If that's, like, I think that's the most breaking news okay. that we got is the Britney we'll, conservatorship. <laughs> yeah, I will give a brief update on that just because, like, it is getting, like, really spicy. So, like, we discussed when Molly was on, we discussed the whole free Britney um, Britney Spears situation and there have been updates um, she had a hearing um, to get rid of her conservatorship that is being overseen by her dad and her manager um, she had it this week I think and they did not end it in the hearing they extended it still and now like apparently the ACLU is like maybe getting involved because it's like actually extremely unfair and everyone's like really worried about Britney and she posted um on her Instagram like acknowledging that she appreciates people's support which she's never like acknowledged the whole conservatorship issue until this point basically like so the fact that she's even like speaking out about it and like kind of acknowledging that like people are talking about it and she like appreciates the support is really interesting the Instagram video is just odd for a number of reasons, though, too, because she's like, hey, thank you for supporting me. And then she gives like a bunch of like my favorite color and stuff then, too. And it's really odd. Like, I know. Yeah, she her videos are so just like confusing and bizarre. But like, yeah. I don't want to be mean about them because like, I think like she's under a bunch of like 
orders that she can't talk about stuff. So I think she's just extremely bored and like all she can talk about is like her favorite color and that she like likes butterflies and stuff, which I know. Is, is so sad. But yeah, so it's interesting that she even acknowledged it in the first place. So I feel like she's making some progress, but um, yeah, we'll, just, we'll see what happens, but it's, it's pretty crazy, but updates are happening. So I hope that things continue. But yeah, that's about it. Um, do we want to get into our rotating... Um, reddit and craigslist stories of the week no not this week (laughs) we're gonna skip it this week (laughs) (laughs) be such a power move if you were just like no i don't want to do that (laughs) oh man um all right so i think i went first last time i'm fairly yeah I think that's it. I know we okay. like don't care and do, do care at the same time. So <laughs> we we act like we don't care, but we actually care so much. <laughs> it's obvious you care. I know, yeah. I know. We try so hard to act like we don't care, but it's actually very upsetting to us that so we don't remember. So <laughs> well, this is literally the shortest Craigslist ad, but like there's a lot to unpack. So okay, here we go. Kansas City, I love you so much. Okay, here's the title. Missing my thick granny. Do we want to take a moment to pause her? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued and maybe aroused. <laughs> yeah. It says, I miss how is, you. Wait, how is, hold on. How is thick spelled? Like two C's? It's, no, it's the boring way. It's T- oh. T-H-I-C-K. Okay. I was really hoping it would be like thick, like with two C's. That would have been beautiful. I know. Yeah, that's setting that spelling's off yeah yeah, yeah Missed opportunity. it's a little off all right but well, maybe it's continue. older i don't know here's like it's very short i miss you winky face please get at me if you're an older woman over 50 that's it oh okay so that's that's incredibly broad because you know this is like a common concern of mine is that people aren't specific enough so like if they are looking for a specific person how would the person ever know based on that post was thick granny like their nickname for them like is that what we're supposed to go off of or is he literally or she do we know what the poster is no we do okay actually could be anything then so we don't know but is this just like an open casting call situation like any thick granny just like come through (laughs) i guess right or is it or is it like when uh girls call their boyfriends daddy like he just want they just want like a an older lady that they can call granny in that situation is that what this is yeah i guess is that like a step above mommy or wait is that a mommy thing i mean i think it's definitely not as big of a thing as daddy but i guess it is a thing well there were all those ones that i read recently that were like people looking for you know, an older woman to take care of them. Like, so that was definitely a thing. So do you think thick granny is just like an extension of that? Could be. Like, like we're taking it next level. <laughs> Maybe it's like a uh, so 40 year old virgin. Uh, the lady he's into is like a grandma. And they're like, yo, she's a hot grandma. Is that what this dude's into? Like, that's what I'm picturing. Potentially. Could I don't be. know just so broad it's hard to kind of nail it down yeah and that's my number one complaint about these craigslist missed connections is that people need to be clearer with what they're looking for i don't know how they expect to find love this way if they're not being more specific um it's just an ongoing theme and i just almost want to give people some tips like maybe i should start posting in the missed connections just like tips for using missed connections because i feel like i'm honestly an expert at this point i think you are should I, I just start should. posting? <laughs> just like some hot tips for people. Podcast degree. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. They we should just help. like get something. We should get something on Instagram and like whoever wants to, they can just copy it and be like, yo, people in my area get with the program. Seriously. People need the help, clearly. Well, I hope that this person, whoever they are, finds their thick granny. I hope. I hope that she makes him some rolls and reads him a story and then has a thick booty is the three things that I think they, they're looking for. <laughs> I'm picturing like 
you know, when you go over to grandma's house and they have the weird, like, hard candies and stuff, like, that's what I'm picturing from this situation. Like, that's what the poster is looking for. Like, to go into a house and there's, like, there's, like, crocheted afghans on, like, every couch. There's, like, oh hard God. candy in a weird bowl. Like, the whole setup. That's what I'm picturing. All right. Well, my first one, of course, is from um, the San Diego Misconnections, and it builds on a topic I've covered before. So we'll get into it. Uh, the title is Cute Paramedic at Kaiser, and Kaiser is a, a hospital system here in San Diego. Uh, okay, so it goes, you're the cute female paramedic who sat near me in the nurse's clinic waiting room Wednesday, <laughs> August 19th, around 10.15 a.m., I thought you were stealing glances, but I wasn't sure. When I came back into the waiting room after my quick check, you were looking right at me, but a medical waiting room in the middle of a pandemic didn't feel like the appropriate place to stop and flirt. Care to chat if you happen to see this? <laughs> so oh, I appreciate- so you know how I said last time I've read one before that was like at like the emergency room basically or whatever and I was like okay but like I don't think you should be like looking for like a love connection no. like at the emergency room and this poster is like self-aware enough to acknowledge that that they were like yo I felt weird flirting because we were like you know at this clinic at the hospital in a pandemic but then they've come back and they're like but if you do want that let me know so i huh. i don't know i i hope it works out for them but also i want to know what both parties were at the clinic for like yeah and like that's so broad and like uh, that's the big thing too on these craigslist things is like so did he provide any like specific detail about the nurse like no, there's so much to absorb that I don't know if I got everything, but like, it didn't really sound like you like described her. It was just like, I'm at the emergency room. I thought you were hot. Get at me. Like that seemed to be it for me. And I'm like, what's the details? Well, he says you were staring at me and he gives the time and date, but like, who knows? There could have been multiple women staring at this man. I mean, you don't know. He could be extremely attractive for all we know. And this could just be like a normal thing that happens to him. So it's hard to say, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what do you think he was in for? Like, what do you think? Why, why do you think he was at the ER? Probably a foreskin related issue. Yeah, that's, that's, that's most hospital visits. Yeah, that, <laughs> these, if, these if, there's one, if there's one thing I've learned, like there, a lot of things can go wrong with your foreskin. So True. I'm going with that. <laughs> Doctors and nurses will seek you out to talk to you about it too and stare at you. So yeah. it all kind of fits together, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe this person in the waiting room was staring at him because of a foreskin-related issue also. We don't know. You can't say that it's not because of that, honestly. So. I can, like, see this, like, really weird erotic novel of, like, yo, I saw your foreskin at the hospital. <laughs> and I knew you were the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start of it. Beautiful. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but I appreciated the uh, the self-awareness, but then the the commitment to just posting about it anyway. I like that dynamic <laughs> of like, hey, I know this is weird, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I like those people. I appreciate it. I know. So the um, couple I had, um, Matt brought up like interest in like virginity stories and so I found a couple one's a guy one's a girl so we're gonna see the difference in the two because I think it's really interesting so like just real quick because I saw a lot of these what do you think the commonality on the guy one is of losing their virginity at like slightly older age if you had to guess like a common theme yeah, like pretty much every guy lost their virginity in the same way. If they were like over the age of, let's say, 24. I'd say something to do with Las Vegas. With like He's a, group, close. a group of their friends. I would say like sex workers. You n nailed it. Okay. You 100% nailed it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because it gets to a point where you're just like, I can't, I can't go tell a girl I'm like a 25-year-old virgin or whatever. So, yeah. 
Makes sense. So this guy's in Thailand and Ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> There's a lot here. So he was 25. He wasn't really bothered about being a virgin, but figured if I lost it this late, I might as well lose it in an interesting way. Good for you. So my first time was a threesome with two Thai prostitutes, of which one was anal. Whoa. The sex itself, yeah, I know he went there like zero to sixty quickly. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it up, you know. So good for him. He said the sex itself is what was good. You'd expect for a first time, awkward but good. Was kind of awkward when after the first time I came, one of the girls asked me, "You papa, me mama?" Since she had a baby, to which I politely replied, "Me no papa." <laughs> oh no oh uh, yeah i was like i don't know if that means like he wasn't wearing a condom i don't know that's an awkward statement we'll, we'll dig into it let me get through it the My. the most awkward part was really picking out the girls this is amazing i mean i went to the brothel and some fat big half thai half american dude comes walking up to me with a thick american accent he said, welcome to our establishment. How can we be, can we be a help today? Then he lined up the girls, all 12 of them. And there was a yellow line in the middle. And he went, now remember, right of the line is anal, left of the line, no anal. So... <laughs> I love that they have like a clear dividing line for it. Like that's their system of organization. I do too. And I like that, that they like respect the girl's wishes too. Like this is like, I feel like a pretty, uh, what do you call it? Like progressive or, uh, brothel. <laughs> progressive Thai brothel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love that for uh, them. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I just stood there for a bit, not wanting to pick any girl because I didn't want to disappoint any of the girls by not picking them, which sounds kind of weird. I know. Anyway, so he then Joe, I'm sorry, his... I just have to cut in. Like that would be you. Like that, that guy me. that's that guy that's there, like, oh well, I don't want to like hurt their feelings when I don't choose them. <laughs> that actually happened to me in Hawaii. There's like a ton of sex workers on the street and they're like very aggressive. And I like felt really awkward talking to them because I was like, Oh, I feel bad saying no, but at the same time, like, I'm not gonna fucking pay five hundred bucks. Are they fucking kidding me? Oh, wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so anyway, he had an interesting rest of the trip. He said, anyway, another interesting part is that two days later, I met a girl that I'd have sex with without paying. Good for him. And two weeks later, I'd have sex with a lady boy on the beach at five in the morning without paying. You could say that the first two weeks of my sexual life were fairly exciting. Damn. Okay. He went straight for the lady boys. He did. And that's like kind of where I thought this story was going being as it was in Thailand, but um, I'm glad that he went there. Like he really just opened up his horizons like right away. I like that he went from virgin to having sex with like four people. Like one was a threesome. The other was like trans and i'm like okay wow like you really like change directions fast yeah <laughs> good for him uh, yeah matt do you have any thoughts on the whole thing i think he he jumped straight into it like most people kind of experience slowly like with a girlfriend or a couple different boyfriend partners or whatever he just went straight in to the various deep end like the worst deep end up that he could possibly go and he owned it. Respect for owning it like he did, though. But he went straight in. Ballsy man. He is. Like, apparently, he, yeah. I like that he just, like, wanted to keep going and just kept going for it. But so, like, let's go back to... So he he came, and then the, the lady's response is, you papa, me mama. Like, I swear that means she's pregnant. Like, I don't know. I don't know how, like... And he's like, I think that means that she's a mom and asking me if I'm a dad. But I'm like, I don't know. That's no, just she's trying to rope him into something. That's Probably. just something I I would never want to hear in any sexual scenario. I think no. being on either end of that, I mm -mm. no no. All right, well, I love the uh, love the adventure in that story. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> All right, so my next one is um, also a bit of a group sex scenario. Um, the title is 
uh, MMF, so male, male, female, female uh, yeah. looking for lost female. And this is in San Diego. Uh, hi, we are a group of three, two males and a female, looking for our fourth female. We are all in our 30s, fit and attractive, and get together about once a month in North County for some much-needed drinks, hot tub play, pool, and adult fun. Female is bi, and men are both straight. Hope to hear from you soon. Hmm. <laughs> so I love this one because, um, well, one, the phrase hot tub play, it just made me yeah. laugh. I love that so much. I love when people put play on the end of anything to like make it into like a sex term it's like one of my favorite like funny things like me, me, me and Andrew this is like a running joke with us because one time we were playing like a game with like our group of friends and there was I don't even remember it was like a Jackbox game or something but you had to like make up words that were like related to it and it was like um the word was like belt or something and one of our friends just goes belt play and we're all like dude what the fuck like <laughs> so so now me and andrew like have a joke where we'll always take like a random word and just put play on the end and make it try to make it sound sexual <laughs> so the hot tub play had me just like rolling in laughter because like I mean, I think they're just saying they're going to have hot tub sex, but hot tub play yeah. sounds so much better. <laughs> um, so that part was fun. And then um, I just love how cheerful they are. They're just like, hope to hear from you soon. I just thought it was cute and like weirdly wholesome for like, you know, people looking for a, a fourth in their uh, orgy scenario. I was going to say, that's a really wholesome orgy. Like that's just, they just seem very nice. They're pretty polite. Like they're not like overly creepy or like there's anything that like gives me pause. I'm like, hey, I mean, if you're into this sort of thing, I'm like, these seem like the people to go with. Like they seem pretty open and nice and polite. Yeah, no, I mean, if I was into that lifestyle, like I would be pleasantly surprised by this ad and I would definitely answer. I mean, they seem like very normal. They're not mentioning like anything questionable. So yeah, I thought it was nice. No, honestly, that's how you post in Craigslist. Like, they did it. Good job. Congratulations. I know. This could be like our first, I mean, I don't know if this was successful for them, but I would mark this as maybe our first Craigslist, um, you know, A plus effort post. All right. So I got the female one. So she starts it with, uh, so she lost her virginity. She was at my boyfriend's house and his mom walked in. Yeah. So someone asked, that's all she said. And someone was like, so how did it end? She goes, well, not well, LOL. Got lectured for over an hour about how we were irresponsible. She's like, she mentioned though, even though he rode his bike to go get condoms, we were 17, haha. And how I was going to get <laughs> pregnant. And how she couldn't believe this crap, et cetera, et cetera. She cried for a little bit. Worst thing ever at the time, but it's funny to me now. So. Oh my God. Yeah. I love the road his bike to get condoms. That's my favorite <laughs> so, part. It's so precious. I love it so much. <laughs> I wonder if they put clothes on at some point, if they're going to get lectured for an hour. No, they're just sitting there. They're just sitting there like under like a shared blanket, just being lectured. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they kept going. <laughs> right. she, she's just standing there lecturing them like next to the bed. <laughs> oh my it's like, God. It's like, hold on, mom. I'm close. Okay. I wonder if you like support me on this, but I swear if that happened with my mom, she would probably like give me a high five and they'd be like, sorry, I don't want to disturb you guys. And then just would like leave. Oh my God. Yeah. Your mom would walk in and be so excited. She'd be like, oh, okay. That's great. You guys, that's great. You know, I'll be downstairs. If you need anything, you just, you let me know. <laughs> and she'd be like, good job, Joe. And then she'd just like leave. <laughs> and then she'd like leave by saying like, remember it's, it's good to stay properly hydrated. If you need, if you need to bring me water, I'll bring you water. It's fine. Like just let me know if you need <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah. 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 Your mom would literally be the mean girl's mom, like snacks, condoms. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. I have my last one. Um, this one, I'll just warn you guys. I screamed when I read it. Um, <laughs> most of most of mine, I'm kind of like, oh, haha, that's funny, that's entertaining. This one truly like had me like shook. Um, okay, the title is 
girl with long white toenails. Um, yeah, it, it's in La Jolla. So it's also in my neighborhood specifically, which is like <laughs> even more unsettling. <laughs> like it's close nah, nah, to he's me. At your, he's at your apartment. He's, <laughs> he's outside. <laughs> it's really short. It says, I seen you at Ross and you had amazing toes. We looked at each other. I want you. Three exclamation points. That's it. I mean, like, if you're going to meet anyone anywhere, it better be at the Ross Dress for Less. Like, that's... And I go... That Ross is, like, I'm not exaggerating. It's, like, right across the street from, like, my, like, little condo community. Like, I go to that Ross sometimes. So I am, like, so disturbed that I've been, like, in the room where it happened, like, to quote Hamilton on this. (laughs) <laughs> well that is that right by the starbucks i mean i know like, yeah yeah it's in that yeah. shopping center by the starbucks oh, that i make darn. you go to yeah it's like right there i'm telling you it's close range yeah huh. damn but i just love the i seen you like that's how it you. starts i seen you and i'm like no <laughs> and i want you three exclamation points <laughs> All amazing. That's like so gross. he clearly feet has are the f- most disgusting thing. I'm sorry, feet are the most disgusting thing for me personally. So it just like grosses me to the core about that. No, I know. I'm glad you agree. Like we've talked about this before. Like no no shame to anyone who's into that, but like I don't that's not my thing at all. So like yeah, when feet are involved, it really offends me, like personally. Just oh long white toenails that just sounds horrible like that sounds like the least attractive thing like if they were literally any other color but like i'm white yeah that's such a i mean okay we i know we have a rule on here like be specific i'm sorry that's he was specific okay like i cannot fault him for that (laughs) (laughs) too specific man too much (laughs) (laughs) you went too far you gotta hold it back way too far way too far (laughs) (laughs) i just imagine also like i don't know if you guys go to ross often but there's this online meme about like the the security guards at Ross and it's like just very specifically funny if you've ever been into Ross because it's always just like this dude who takes his job way too seriously because he works security at Ross and you walk in and he stands right by the door and he greets you but it's like a very firm greeting it's not like a pleasant greeting it's like an I'm watching you greeting so you walk in the door and he's like hello welcome to Ross like and you're just like Jesus like (laughs) so I'm just picturing the security guard watching this go down and just being like sir this is a Ross like Like some dude's just like following this lady around, staring at her toes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna say something controversial. Uh oh. I'm I'm not a Ross fan. I'm a TJ Maxx fan. So that's how oh, you're I roll. A, you're a Maxinista. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else? <laughs> you know who else is a Maxinista? Our queen Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Dude, I could have I could have met her at the TJ Maxx in Tulsa. She's probably gone to the love. TJ Maxx in Tulsa. I know, because her man was there. Yeah. I know. You could have you could have made a love uh, connection. I'm telling you. Yeah, she's I a Maxinista for sure. There's all these posts online about how Lana Del Rey, like, went just in her daily life when, like, paparazzi take pictures of her and stuff, like, she's incredibly basic. Like, she literally just wears, like, stuff that looks like she got it at TJ Maxx. It's always super boring. And she's always just, like, at Starbucks, like, hanging out. Like, she's, like, the definition of, like, just, like, a really boring basic bitch. And that's, like, why I love her so much. So it's when great. we were in high school, they required us to wear ties for like the male uniform. And um, I don't know, like if you buy them, like most like department stores and stuff, they're like fairly expensive. Yeah, but, I mean, ties are roll... weirdly like not yeah. cheap. And it's very thin cloth. It's like the thong version for men. Like the tie does not have much cloth, but damn, do they want to charge like 50 fucking bucks for it? Like Jesus, like, okay, like that's not where you go. So yeah, I'd go to TJ Maxx and I'd get a ton of ties because they have nice ties and they're like 10 bucks. It's like, okay, cool. Like, thank you, TJ Maxx. You're like, will always be in my heart. (laughs) Forever in our hearts. <laughs> no, TJ Maxx is where it's at. Yeah. So if someone was making a love connection at TJ Maxx, like I would fully support it. Ross, I don't know. I find like that's a little more questionable. 
Maybe, Maybe I need to chill at the TJ Maxx in Kansas City to find love. <laughs> Yo, that's where wifey's at for sure. I need to go. Find find your <laughs> Mrs. Maxinista. Yeah. Yes. Get in there. Awesome. So that was our that was our last one then, I guess. Um, yeah. So Matt, did you have any final thoughts before we move on? Also, when people say like I seen whatever, like I seen her, uh, I seen you. That that's almost as bad as like feet to me. Like it, it like <laughs> it makes me cringe when I hear people say I seen I seen you or anything like that. For whatever reason, it bothers me to the core as well. So that whole that whole post just kills me. Everything about it kills me. Yeah, I I like I said, I screamed when I found that one. Like normally I find ones and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good, but that one truly got me. So I me think too. that's maybe my favorite one we've ever come across, honestly. <laughs> that's a good one. It's the, up the, there. the phrasing, like, the specificity. Sure. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> All right. Well, we will take a little break and then we'll come back with some fun stories from Matt. We'll All right. Be right back. tired of universities actively caring about what is best for you? Well, sign up to enroll in State University. Besides leaving you with crippling debt the rest of your life, State University is committing to making sure you don't miss out on the college experience by holding classes in person during the middle of a pandemic. You can join Greek Life, who will definitely be our scapegoats in the inevitable lawsuits. We stand by with the highest integrity and commitment to handling COVID-19, just like we handle sexual assault, aka what COVID? 2020, when taking online classes at a community college is definitely better for you than an Ivy League school. Enroll today. And we are back. Once again, we didn't run away and just leave you forever. No, we didn't get cigarettes and never come home. (laughs) Down to the corner. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe someday. Maybe if we do someday end this podcast, that is, well, how we will end it we'll just be like okay we're going to break we'll be right back and then that's just the end forever <laughs> uh, awesome all right well we are going to get into our um our little personal anecdotes with our special guest he has some stories prepared for us so it's all you matt all right um so i have a couple reddit threads that i will read um as well but i'll start off just with a personal anecdote about my personal virginity losing story um i feel like it's kind of like a rom-com movie um i was on prom night in high school so every rom-com about high school kids pretty much ever trying to do virginity in high school um so we were at prom for probably 45 minutes did the whole prom thing left and went to my buddy's house for the after party and uh me and my girlfriend at the time um we're drinking hanging out the usual and um she just pulls me upstairs to my friend's like four-year-old brother's room who happened luckily wasn't there at the time but so (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah for some reason yeah for some reason he was downstairs like hanging out with us but that's beside the point but wait so just quick question did you like did that mean that you had like sex on like a twin bed because it was like a four-year-old's room oh it was actually on the floor next to the twin bed (laughs) i don't know how (laughs) we ended up there but it was actually the the floor next to the bed just on like a bunch of dirty clothes somehow which was kind of weird but um, wait on a four-year-old's dirty clothes yeah, I don't know how it happened. We were both pretty, pretty drunk, but that's where that's where I think she like pushed me down, and um, that's how that started. And um, like we had done other stuff before that, but obviously my stamina wasn't what it could have should have been. So do do a little bit of stuff. The the sex happens, and then I'll just say five seconds later it's over. Um, I honestly finished inside of her for my first time we did not use protect so that was my first time and um and then afterwards she like jumps off of me she freaks out and like runs to the bathroom and starts I guess like trying to like clean herself out I don't know and um and we didn't talk for like the rest of the night and I ended up leaving just super embarrassed and 
and worried like she was done with me and um and then like four days later we didn't like we didn't talk at all like I would text her but she would not respond and then four days later she I got the the text that I, honestly I was super happy to get it was like I started my period it was like oh my god thank god okay <laughs> and then from there on we were cool but like every time we we did it from there on she's like yo you have to do this this wear a condom you we're gonna do all this stuff because I don't trust you and she did not trust me for probably the next like six months of our relationship and um we're not together now but she's still every now and then when we talk she'll still give me shit about that and I don't think I'll ever ever live it down but just like such a random situation on a four-year-old bedroom floor and then finish inside the first time I ever had sex kind of embarrassing but that was that's my personal one if you two want to share yours as well and if not I can jump into the reddit post that I found I love that she like still um you still talk with her and you like continue to date afterwards like that's honestly the best part to well, me like yeah, it's a little I bit like wholesome the, in that I like regard you're now like yeah you still talk to her like in the present day I love that <laughs> yeah it's so random and it she'll like we will go months without talking obviously but she's in a pretty solid relationship now but she'll she'll just text me every now and then and be like hey have you uh blown in anybody else anybody else before lately like, oh my god stop <laughs> I love that so she's random. just roasting you now. That's awesome. That is fun. Yeah. Like she seems cool. Yeah, she's super cool. But yeah, I'll I'll probably never live that down until the day that I die from her at least. And all my friends, obviously, because they heard about it shortly after because she was so mad. But of course, because it's, <laughs> it's high school. <laughs> yeah, it's high school. It gets the around everywhere. Yeah, I went to high school with like two thousand people, and probably one thousand of them knew that probably the following day just because she told buddy just roasted me pretty funny though nice i'm also picturing like it was like a race car bed like i hope it was one of those children's like race car beds so much (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to to remember i think this kid was super into dinosaurs so it was like a dinosaur themed situation in that room that's pretty that's pretty sexual yeah (laughs) all right matt did you have some uh, reddit stories you want to share too yeah so this one is a friend telling a story of his i guess his friend losing um his virginity so he says that his friend scored an overweight 30 something year old in a bar uh, when he was 17 they went out to the car park out back and began having sex up on it of a car during the romantic occasion they paused to al- to allow the lady to pee by squatting down beside him then re- reconvened having sex on the car days later he reflected in a well-pleased manner that her pee stream went the entire way across the car park <laughs> wait that's the whole story <laughs> that's it that's the oh whole story God. oh my god <laughs> Car, car so park random. is like one of the least romantic places I can think of. Oh my god. Right? And he like was okay with her stopping to pee and then restart the whole situation back again and then was like proud of her for how much she was able to do I guess or how far it trickled down the car parking lot. Wait so like that's not even their car either just like some stranger's some car. Some stranger's right? car right? Said a car not his car or her. <laughs> It's kind of rude, honestly. You could have gotten a stain on there or something. I don't know. (laughs) So random. Yeah, the mean, mean move. But um, my second one is from the perspective of a girl. Um, It said, "I'd never seen a penis in person in my entire life, and no matter how to hand and and had no idea how to handle one. During foreplay, he whipped it out, and I was afraid that if I gripped it with my fist." I would squeeze too hard and hurt him. Instead, I patted the top of it with two fingers, like the way you would pet a small kitten for a few minutes <laughs> until, until he stopped me and said, he'll show me how he liked to be touched. And then dot, dot, dot. We managed to have some totally normal sex after that. But when I think back on that, I'm glad he wasn't weirded out. That's I love amazing. that. Oh my God. Just like, yeah, just like there, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I would react in that situation. 
Oh my god. Listen, I, I like... give her I give her respect though for like going more gentle like in that whole thing because I feel like it's so much worse. So it's just like here, like let me strangle a fucker and it's like, oh god, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely better than like the death grip scenario. So I mean I guess good for her, but that's adorable and hilarious. <laughs> That's right. just nice. That's just, like I, I just like approve of that of just being like, oh, thank you for being considerate, and then you learned and went about your business. So, yeah, that was great, Matt. And I am going to start on our next segment because I'm very excited about it because I've been wanting to talk for a while. There's a new movie on Netflix. Well, newish. It's been out for a while now, but it's called Eurovision, uh, and it stars Will Ferrell and my girl Rachel McAdams. And so Matt and I talked about it and I basically made Sarah watch it because we'll post it on Instagram, but on Spotify, you can take a picture of your most like songs and repeat the most and legit pretty much every song on there is from Eurovision. Like I'm really into the soundtrack of this movie and just love this movie. Yeah. So let's dig into it because I love it. So I was forced, as he said, to watch this movie. He's been bugging me for like two weeks now to watch it and finally like down to the wire last night. I was like, okay, I, I got home from like the brewery and I was like, I gotta watch this. So I, I, I knocked it out last night. Um, but I'm curious to see why you guys are like so into this like I want to hear your thoughts on it before I add my commentary <laughs> that makes me kind of nervous honestly that you're not jumping in with like open arms I loved it so much <laughs> I'm not saying I disliked it I'm just I want to hear what your guys' perspective on it is I'm so curious <laughs> right well Joe my uh, Spotify is also the same as yours it's all yes. um, all those songs as well um, but the first time I watched it, um, it was like the day it popped out on Netflix. And um, I was with my six-year-old nephew at the time, too. And um, he was upstairs doing something. And he came downstairs when he heard um, one of the songs called Volcano Man. And he, yes. was vibing, he was vibing on it so hard. So he sat down and watched, we watched the movie together. And like anytime we're out doing anything, like driving around or hanging out, like he's always like, can you play Volcano Man or can you play another song called Ya Ya Ding Dong? Like yeah. we've always. Um, so that's kind of why I like it so much. Just like me and my nephew bonded over it, just the songs mostly. But I think it's like, it's kind of a dumb movie, but it's like a super fun, funny, dumb movie that, that kind of just like picks your spirits up. If you, if you need a little lift, I feel. But I overall, I love the movie, but it's dumb at the same time. So, so I'll go on mine. I one I love Will Ferrell movies, and he hasn't made a decent one in a long time. Like I feel as like probably like other guys or something like that. Like the last one that I like actually enjoyed. So I really enjoyed other this other guys one. is so good. By the yeah, way, that is what really it is incredibly underrated. Like a lot of people yeah. have not seen that movie. I feel like it did not have critical success, and it is like one of the most quotable, hilarious movies. Like so good but and anyway I have, I, have, I have issues with mark Wahlberg, but i still like it but yeah anyway back to eurovision because that's like that's the main feature here so okay i cry at the dumbest movies this stupid movie made me cry like the last part where she's saying <laughs> where she's saying my hometown like i legit cried and oh i was like God. is it because i miss tulsa i don't know why but like this movie really got to me i love the songs like it's funny enough like maybe not to be the best will ferrell movie but like I don't know, because of quarantine, like, emotions are hot. Like, I don't know. I just really like this film. And I take it, Sarah, you're just like, fuck you guys. Why did you make me no, watch No, no, okay. Okay, so I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a fun watch. Um, I, I'm not going to say it was, like, a great movie by any means. I felt like it, I felt like they could have trimmed the fat. I felt like it was too long. Like, when I turned it on, I immediately was like, oh, it's, like, two hours. Like, I felt like it could have been, like, hour, half, hour 45. But, um... I felt like it was a little bloated, but it was good. It was funny. There were parts where I was like laughing out loud. Some of the stuff they said was just hilarious. I loved the elves. I love that like, yes. she, like Secret or whatever was like so into the elves. And I thought that was just adorable. Um, I loved um, Dan Stevens because I love him so much. Oh my God. Um, his character was hilarious. Uh, I have been a fan of his since um, Downton Abbey, because I was a Downton Abbey um, 
fangirl so when he was on that show it was amazing and when he left when they killed off his character because he wanted to go do other things it was like soul crushing uh but i really love him so i loved his character i thought his like russian lion man thing was just like hilarious on every level um especially the performances with the 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 guys like dancing around him and then when he like had the shirt where like the front like ripped off like (laughs) that was amazing (laughs) so i loved him I thought Lion of Love was legit better than any of the songs from Lion King last year. Like, I was like, oh my so God, like, they did a better Lion song than anything in freaking Lion King. Like, I loved it. Yes. So that song was amazing. Um, I, and his performances were just beautiful. Um, and then I also love the jab at Russia where the, he's like, no, there's no gay people in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. also to that is like one of my favorite lines of that movie that's really, really underrated is when Rachel McAdams is like, I believe statistically speaking, there's about 15% of the population in any country that's gay. And I'm like, oh my God. I know. She's like, well, statistically that's impossible. <laughs> like, it was so good. I know. Um, and then I also really liked um, the Pierce Brosnan as the dad was just like a hilarious random thing. I was like, why is he in this movie? But I love that for him. So <laughs> that was just really random. And then I also love Demi Lovato as the um, their like first choice Iceland pick that gets like blown up in the boat or whatever. And then she's a ghost. Like, I love that that was Demi Lovato. I love her. She's so funny. Um, so I liked just kind of like the random people in it. Uh, But my biggest takeaway was it was basically European Pitch Perfect. So I don't know if you guys are fans of Pitch Perfect, but this movie was literally like the same format, just like in Europe, basically. I've never seen Pitch Perfect, but I think I like it. Okay, Joe, like if you've never seen Pitch Perfect and you like this movie, you will love Pitch Perfect. Like I would say Pitch Perfect is like almost better than this one because there's more songs and there's more like, I don't know, mashups of songs and stuff. Like, you know, when they did the... um, I don't know, like the sing-along thing, like at the party in this movie, that's like what like legit all of Pitch Perfect is basically. So I don't recommend like the second, and I think there's a third, I've never even seen the third, but I don't recommend the other Pitch Perfects, but the first one is like such a good movie. So you'd love it. Isn't that just, isn't that just Glee too? Like the whole like song compilation stuff? kind of but glee has like a different tone so okay i don't want to get into like being a gleek right now because that's a deep topic for me and i could go on for a long time about that we don't we don't even need to go down that road but um no it's a different tone so this for me was very similar to pitch perfect um but i enjoyed it it was it was a cute movie it was fun i loved at the end when they had the baby with them and they were back at the bar and they were like singing with the little baby with the headphones on like i love how she asked the elves for a baby and she's like but we can talk about that next time (laughs) so i think my favorite part of the movie is the random guy who's really into yaya ding dong oh my gosh yes and the guy's like play yaya ding dong and they're like it's the only thing that makes him happy Well, like, when they're outside, so, and he's like, "That's you." <laughs> I know they're outside, and that like uh, they're like having the fight. He's like, "I never want to play Yaya Ding Dong again." And the guy comes outside in the middle of their fight, and is just like, "No, you will play Yaya Ding Dong <laughs> for the rest of your life." And he's just so intense about it. <laughs> so good, so good. What I, that guy is that guy's name Lars? I think it's his name. Yeah, Lars. Like, yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was cute. I don't know any other like uh, takeaways for you guys on that. Like, I don't know, Matt. Do you have anything? I don't know if I have any hot takeaways else. But I just, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. No, I loved it. Yeah, I'm a huge Demi Lovato fan as well. So she's one of my main lady crushes. So I'm totally excited to see her in it too. Yeah, and she hasn't really done um, done much uh, lately, and it's always exciting to see her um, because I think she's so talented and cool and just, like, extremely real in, like, all of her interviews and stuff, and I love her, like, kind of just life journey. Um, yeah, I feel she's underrated a lot. She's like, very underrated. She's... she's a really cool person. She's very interesting if you listen to interviews and stuff with her. Like, she's had, like, a pretty hard life kind of, like, in the spotlight and being famous from a very young age and stuff but she's she's really cool um but yeah that was a funny movie so thank you guys for uh forcing me to watch it (laughs) but yeah go watch pitch perfect you will love it um that movie came out when we were in college and i remember just like 
having that movie on like in our senior year dorm room I lived with three other girls I lived with three of my sorority sisters and we would just have that movie on in the background like basically on a loop like all the time that year just because it's such a funny movie and it's just really like rewatchable um and the soundtrack's insanely good so yeah definitely worth a watch um but I yeah, like I heard you, cups enough to like that's like such a small part of the movie no that's the movie yeah it's such a minor part of the movie I don't know why that song like blew up it's like the shortest song in the movie it's like 30 seconds and it's like not it's not a big deal so I don't know why that song got so popular but it's it's fine but yeah um there's also a lot of really funny guys in pitch perfect which you don't really realize but there's like oh, the uh dude from uh workaholics right adam divine yeah. yeah so he's in it hilarious there's some other really funny guys in there the whole um kind of like rival acapella group like the guys acapella group is hilarious like everyone in it is funny so um yeah you you'd like it sweet yeah oh so I agree, John. i'm a big fan too nice yeah. okay if matt gives it the approval then i'm definitely watching. oh you don't trust my opinion on this <laughs> no i mean like i've actually heard other guys tell me to watch it so like i know i would like it I just, it's one of those things i just haven't gotten around to so i definitely it, respect both of your opinions on it and i know i would like it because that's like right up my alley excellent yeah it's good so uh I, I don't know why i'm doing topics you usually do them but i guess i'm just really into them this week no, so that's fine you do you the other top the WAP music video got released from Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. And then immediately following that, then Ben Shapiro had some thoughts on it. And <laughs> the internet, I think, honestly made a bigger deal out of the comments than they did actually the WAP video. But like to the internet's defense, like, man, some of the best memes I've seen like in years have come from this like stupid comments. And I think it's like, we can dig in, but to me, I feel like it's like the epitome of like a guy who is like not a gynecologist, has no idea about female anatomy or anything, making like a comment online that's like, I know stuff about medical vaginas and like having no idea what he's talking about. I feel like that's the epitome of what this like boils down to. And then just like parodying it to like the hilt. I don't know, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, no, I think that's why it resonated so well is that it truly is the definition of like every like man on the internet who thinks he knows everything and yet is so completely clueless and tries to like mansplain like women's things like to women. And it just he just got brutally roasted for it. And it's just, we love to see it, you know? It's just so beautiful. Um also the fact that his wife is a doctor and that adds another level of like hilariousness to the situation and god it, they're they're so beautiful but i want to back up first and just ask like have you watched the actual like video for wop like the song yeah, okay percent how about you matt i honestly have not even heard the song um i mostly just follow it for the memes um, but i've not heard the song nor seen the video actually Okay, I'm gonna be real. It's not like a great song. Like I, it, it's fine. I mean, it's mostly just like extremely provocative, and you're just like, oh my god. Like the lyrics are insane, but it's um, it, it's decent. It's fine, but it's just mostly yeah, like I, I second that. Factor. It's like not the best Cardi B song. However, like for me personally, it made me nostalgia for like the mid 2000s when there was like a competition to like make the grossest song on the planet. And like, I yes. really, I really missed those days. And so that's why the song resonated some to me, but I agree with you. Like it's not the best Cardi or Megan song. Well, and that's a good point because that's something else that has like come up in kind of like the discourse on this song a lot is that everyone's like, oh my God, this is the grossest, most offensive song I've ever heard. Like, how is this playing on the radio? Blah, blah, blah. But then everyone who's like, you know, a feminist is coming back and being like, oh yeah, because we weren't listening to like, you know, the sweat drip down my balls when we were like 12 in middle school. Okay, so like it's only a problem when like women sing about this. Um, but I think that's a valid point, you know, like there were all these like, 
horrifically inappropriate songs like from the early to mid 2000s that were all like guys singing and everyone was like oh this is a great song like yin yang twins and stuff and then like now this comes out and everyone's like that's offensive so it is interesting to see the difference in like um, perception and you know approval of stuff like that but um I love Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. Like, I think they're both just amazing women. And it's just so funny because they just don't give a fuck. Like, they don't care. Like, they do stuff just to offend people. And it's great. So, yeah. But the memes are next level. Um, what's your favorite format that's come out of this? Because I have so many. Let's um, start with the Kraken. Because I feel like the Kraken is a good starting point. Yes, that's... That's one of my favorite ones. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll describe it. And of course, we'll put it up on our Instagram as well. But it's basically like an old timey, um, like seafaring photo or like, you know, painting. And there's a kraken like attacking a boat. And the, um, the kraken has someone in his like tentacle. And it's, <laughs> it's dry, good Christian P words and is written on it. And then um, the, there's a guy like fighting the kraken with an ax and it says Ben Shapiro. And then the kraken itself is labeled as mm -hmm. the devil's moisture, <laughs> which is just like the best phrase ever, <laughs> the devil's moisture. <laughs> Yeah, for that alone, that like gets in my top five. Yeah. Just for the devil's moisture. I'm like, yes. Uh, I love that one. And then, of course, the, the, the classic. The This one was the best one to come out of it, I think, over overwhelmingly. The picture of Ben Shapiro and his wife, and Ben Shapiro's the Chevy, and his wife that, is the Levy. <laughs> that one killed me. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like under that, then there's like a lot of food memes and it's like the drake format basically of like yes and no and yeah. so like there's the mac and cheese one where it's like the mac and cheese mac one and is cheese. great <laughs> yeah like the regular he's like no and then like they show the dry and he's like yeah and they did the same thing with donuts like glazed donuts versus powdered and that yeah it's it's just magical there's so many good ones and we'll throw one up to, um, I do memes for fun. And so there's this like frat boy on spring break who made a giant sand vagina. And so I put, I Photoshopped Ben Shapiro's face and said Ben Shapiro and his wife's vagina. And uh, <laughs> that got yes. a little traction online. I was like, yay, they're stealing my memes. So we'll do yes. that one too. I'm just giving myself a pat on the back right now. <laughs> no, they're all so good. And then of course you get into like the crossover with Star Wars prequels ones, which just mm. takes it to another level of meme culture that I really appreciate because then you got to tie in like Anakin hating sand. And then like, there's the one where it's like Ben Shapiro's face on Anakin and he's talking about how he hates P words because they're dry and coarse and he's talking about the sand and it, it's so good. So that's just like the crossover I never knew I needed. Um, but yeah, they're, they're endless. They're so good. So I have a theory on this whole thing. I want your, your opinions on this. Okay. So I feel like Ben Shapiro's wife, who's a doctor, made a joke. And they like, WAP was on. And she was just like, huh, sounds like she might have a yeast infection or something. And like, Ben Shapiro took that as like, here's the medical advice from my wife. So that's my theory. I think that she is just always bone dry because she's married to Ben Shapiro and she tells him that that's fine and that's how it's supposed to be because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. I agree with Sarah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I think that's what's going on here. She's like, oh, no, babe, it's fine. Like, it's supposed to be that way. That's normal. <laughs> Like, Matt has like a lot of TV shows he's into. Let's so let's see if Matt has any TV shows he recommends or wants to talk about. All right, I'll be gone in the dark. I know you guys have touched on that um, now that it's over, but that was fantastic as well. A fantastic watch. It is yes. so good. Um, I'll be gone in the dark was great. We actually haven't talked about it in depth on this show just because like we'll both probably start crying and like we don't want to be embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Because like if you're into um, if you're like into true crime and you know about if you know a good amount about like Michelle McNamara and like Patton and like all of that like I just 
like when Patton talks about Michelle, I just like break down crying every time. I just like can't even handle it. So, um, <laughs> but it was very good. Um, the last episode especially like was really interesting and like blew my mind. Um, it was, it covered more than like the book did. Cause at first I was kind of watching the show and I was like, oh, like I've read the book. I don't know if I'm really going to get any like radical new information from the show, but um, the last episode's very interesting. So actually, I think like this is a good time to talk about it because on Friday he got sentenced. So like he's going away for life and uh, I'll be like, get through this without crying. So Patton posted a picture of Michelle on the day it happened and was like, see, you always wanted to have him put away. And now he finally is. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, it's finally over. It's so beautiful. And then the other thing, I was actually talking to a friend about this uh, last night, Um, his wife spoke for like the first time ever like um golden state killers like kind of like estranged wife uh spoke at the sentencing and it was like really not what i wanted to hear i guess i don't know how to feel about it but basically she defended him well no she didn't defend him but she was basically just like yeah this you know he's ruined our lives and this is awful blah 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 but like i I don't want to sound like I'm blaming her because I'm not because like it's never it's never like the wife's fault when they're married to like a killer or whatever of course but I just feel like she had to know more than she is letting on she has just been very absent through this whole thing and I just feel like she had to suspect something was going on even if she kind of like chose to be like willfully ignorant to the situation I feel like she had to have an idea that something was off because they separated like she took her kid the kids and left and but they never got officially divorced even though she was a divorce attorney so it's just a very weird dynamic I feel like so I just don't know what to make of her I don't know what her role if anything is in all of this but I just find her whole kind of involvement very odd kind of how she's chosen or lack thereof I guess involvement um but yeah it was definitely interesting but I'm glad he's been sentenced so that's exciting, but you should watch the show if you haven't. Um, it's definitely worth a watch, even if you haven't read the book. Yeah, especially the last episode where it like tears from the book a bit, and they give more information about Michelle's death and some more information about the like Golden State Killer. Just because in the book, like when it was written, he was never found, so it was like writing it like to find him one day. So it's it's really good show. Just a, like it's a good companion piece with the book, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. All right, so uh, my, my mom is uh, single and ready to mingle, um, and she lives, um, she lives about an hour away from me in Southern California, and she has been very good during the quarantine. She's been, like, you know, um, not being risky and just, like, staying home, um, and, but that has really put a, a damper on her dating life because she was used to going out um, with, like, a lot of men, so that has really ruined it for her. Um, but specifically, there was this one guy she was seeing that I have never approved of. I do not like him. They've been on again, off again for like, gosh, like a year or two now. And he, like, they break up like once a week. And then she's just like, no, that's the end. Like, I'm never going back to him. And then like a week later, she's like, oh, I'm going out on a date with him. It's just like one of those situations. Um, well, she claims that they're finally broken up now. It's been like a month since they've spoken. And she is like, no, that's it. Um, he has some of my things and I want them back. So I'm going to ask him to ship them back to me because like, I don't want to see him because it's during quarantine and I want him to give me my stuff back because I'm never going to see him again or whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. Fantastic. Um, you do you mom. So she like texts him and is like, I'd like you to ship my things back to me. It was like some books and an apron because my mom, is obsessed with aprons she will put an apron on to literally go get like a glass of water from the kitchen like she's just that's her thing she's very into aprons so she'd like taken an apron to his house i guess to like cook for him or something and left it there and she like demanded that he return her apron well he sends back the shipment to her of her her things and it's got the books in it but no apron and she's like um where's my apron and he just like will not respond to her like he just like will not acknowledge that he kept her apron 
and my mom is like extremely upset about this and is like offended and I'm like I think he's doing it just to mess with you like I think he's just trying to like leave that door open of like oh now she has to talk to me because like she wants her apron back because he knew that that would really get to her but it's just very funny so it's like the the ongoing like saga of the apron (laughs) but we'll we'll see how it turns out if she ever gets it back but I told her I was like mom you're never getting that apron back like you better just move on and she's like no but I really need it back I'm like okay mom so we'll see <laughs> so I told my mom about this situation just because like I feel like we had thoughts but I was like hey, I don't know I want to see like what someone like your mom's age thinks about the whole situation okay and so her thoughts were like wait people wear aprons that was like uh, well I know I know that's my thought too <laughs> my mom I know my mom is ridiculous like completely but she loves aprons it's like her thing so yeah, and I think this guy knows that, and that's why he's holding on to the apron, because he knows she'll care about that, but it's pretty funny. I think he's making the new girl wear it. Like, you think I think so? He's you like, think it's, like, a weird thing where he's, like, put this on? <laughs> yeah, I think now he's got a weird apron fetish. That's my theory my on mom, it. My mom gave him an apron fetish. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that about wraps it up. Anything else? I don't think I have anything big to talk about. So Matt, do you have any like exciting news or anything you want to share or anything? No, um, you can also jot me down as a member of the Hating Kevin James fan club. Excellent, nice. it's I'm growing. part of that crew. Uh, but no, I don't have anything else. Just wanted to thank you guys for letting me join in. And um, you got a lifetime fan in me. So um, thanks again. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming and chatting with us. We had a great time. Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.